everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey. How are you? I'm Hi. good. Hi. Good. Good, good. Good. We, we didn't work on our banter. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, we didn't. We, no, let's just go right into the news. Disney Parks blog. Okay. This is adorable. Um, totally Minnie Mouse is bringing a sweet celebration to the Tokyo Disney Resort. That's right. Uh, there's not much going on in the domestic parks on the Parks blog. So uh, taking place at both the Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea Park, there is an event called Totally Minnie Mouse that is going on now through March 30th. They have a special parade, a Minnie and Friends greeting parade. Um, they also have Minnie and Friends greeting har- uh, Minnie and Friends Harbor greeting at Tokyo Disney Sea, and uh, they have a whole bunch of special foods. So they're really celebrating Minnie Mouse. Um, it's also Tokyo Disney Sea's 20th anniversary. So they're kind of rolling that all into a couple of different ways to celebrate. All their food stuff is so much cuter than ours. Yeah, their food stuff is amazing. Yeah. Or at least it looks amazing. Right, yeah. A lot of it's the uh, the presentation. That is true. Speaking of presentation. Well, I don't know. I feel like um, this is not so much about the presentation and hopefully more about the flavor. There is a new lemon bar churro at Disney's California Adventure. That's right. Once again, the California parks are very light on news. (laughs) So we're talking about churros. So the only newsworthy item today was a churro from California Adventure. Uh, This is available uh, at the churro cart near the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. And this is a new seasonal lemon bar churro. It is a churro rolled in crushed vanilla wafer, sugar, with a tart lemon drizzle for six seventy five. I think it's crushed vanilla wafer sugar. Crushed vanilla wafer Oh, so they crush them to the consistency of sugar. Maybe. Or they mix it, the crushed stuff up with sugar. Because it looks like powdered sugar or to they, me. Yeah, I think I bet they crunch it up and put it with powdered sugar. Okay. That's my guess. But anyway, um, it's really the lemon drizzle, I think, that makes it lemony. And mm-hmm. if it were me, I would need a lot more lemon drizzle. Okay. But, you know, that's just me. I haven't, I haven't tried it, obviously, so... What do I know? You know what uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of that churro? What? What component? The vanilla wafer. Oh, yeah? Well, I, love, I love vanilla wafers. Do you? Yeah. I never buy them for you. I know. I'm so neglected. <laughs> and that's the only news out of California. Okay. So now we're moving to um, Disney World? That's right. Okay. There's some new signage that's been added to Uptown Jewelers at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. They are now an official Pandora shop. Uh, and the new uh, there's a new logo for Uptown Jewelers that has a Pandora sign uh, on top of it. And they're actually going to have windows to place advertisement for the store products. Nice. So hopefully the advertisements are fitting into the time era of Main Street USA, which is kind of turn of the century. I would think so. They're hopefully not going to uh, break the trend of keeping um, in the time period now. Right. All right, um, let's see. Some updates on what's going on at Epcot. Um, the Figment Popcorn Bucket is almost sold out. Um, so guests in the multi-hour line have been told there is no guarantee that they're going to get one. That's right. This is a story from the 17th. Uh, and they did have a sign that says Figment is currently unavailable. However, right behind that was another table with a bunch of figments. <laughs> Um, I believe it was a limited run. They are almost out of stock, and I believe uh, by the time this show gets published on the 19th, they should definitely be out of stock. So if you want one, head over to eBay where you can get one for about $400. Yeah, don't bother. They're not that great. No. 
Um, crews are working on the roof of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That's right. Uh, what are they doing up there? Oh, they're putting green sheets lining the edge of the roof. So, so uh, exciting. For, for an engineering and architectural professional like yourself, what does it look like they're doing? Waterproofing? Mm, insulation? I don't know. I can't really tell. All right. Well, they're putting green paneling and uh, green strips on the roof. Yep. So they've worked on the sides. It looks like uh, definitely the right side is painted. Still working on finishing the left and now doing a little cosmetic work on the roof. Okay. Uh, and that's not the only construction going on in Epcot. Um, they have installed more windows at Connections Cafe and Eatery. That's right. This is going to be a new quick service restaurant in the World Celebration section of Epcot, uh, right where the old, uh, what was there, the electric umbrella? I can't even keep track of what was where because it just all looks so different now. Right. Well, it's across from the creation shop. Okay. All right. Um, they have spin art at the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. That's right. And it is uh, powered by a bicycle. That's cool. Uh, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, if you've ever done spin art as a kid or, or as an adult even, uh, it's usually the old battery-operated uh, spinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a spin art that is connected to a stationary bicycle. And uh, they give you four colors to do your artwork. And you spin and you make your art. It costs $19 for one, $30 for two. A frame will set you back $10. And uh, it's a nice interactive part of the International Festival of the Arts. That's fun. So you get to ride the bike. Yes. You spin the thing. Yes, you do. That's cool. Yeah. And that is over near the refreshment post. All righty. Awnings. No, an awning has been added to Woody's Lunchbox. This is over at uh, Hollywood Studios. And it's not as much an awning as it is a shade structure. Uh, when I think awning, I think uh, canvas. Uh, this is a corrugated steel uh, shade It's more like a shade roof. Structure. Yeah. A roof over nothing. Um, so now sections of Woody's Lunchbox are being partially covered. Uh, and uh, it needs it because that area is hot, and there's not a lot of shade, and there's a lot of concrete, and it gets super hot. Any area is hot. I mean, you hit Disney in July, and it's just just hot, hot that's, everywhere, and and you need to be in the shade. So that's that's true. And and this is a this is a, a definite example of the cutbacks that were done when Toy Story Land was put in. They've added some awnings and shade to the Slinky Dog Dash section. Now they're going back in hindsight and entering additional shade over at the Woody's Lunchbox. Do you think that's going to be themed better? I mean, what is that supposed to be themed like? Uh, I, I don't know. It could be like a plastic toy. It looks like it's being held up by uh, maybe Tinker Toys. Maybe. So I'm sure it's going to be themed like the rest of the yard, Andy's yard is Hopefully there. Hopefully they haven't just started, you know, throwing things up that don't really fit in the theme. Right. Um, the transport shuttle for um, the Galactic, Galactic Star Cruiser has been unveiled at Hollywood Studios. That's right. It's actually the transport shuttle docking bay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. And uh, the docking bay is the tunnel that guests are going to walk through after they arrive by shuttle. I see. At Galaxy's Edge. That so makes sense. We know that guests will be taking a shuttle transport from the Galactic Star Cruiser to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, and they will be docking next to the First Order cargo section. Um, the shuttle is, it, I'm not going to, don't say it too loudly, but the shuttle is really just a bus. Aww. So right now the famed rolling planters are blocking access to the tunnel, um, but it is themed very much uh, uh, Star Wars-y. I really like some of those rolling planters for the uh, for the yard. Right. 
And uh, this tunnel will be in service beginning March 1st when Galaxy, uh, Galaxy, uh, Star Wars, Galaxy, what is it, the Star Cruiser? <laughs> I forget, the Halcyon. The new hotel. Like cruise experience yes. thing. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, we just talked the other day about the Out of the Wild shop at Animal Kingdom. Um, it's actually going to be closing permanently and being replaced with vending machines. That's right. It is uh, officially closing at the end of this month. Uh, it's going to be replaced by not only vending machines, but seating. Oh, do you think it's going to look as good as the... Uh, the three tables they put over <laughs> in, in uh, the Dino, Dino Land? land. Right. <laughs> All right. Um they have some entertainment that's back at Animal Kingdom, the Viva Gaia yep. Street Band. That's right. They are performing in Animal Kingdom once again. They are on stage in Discovery Island across from the Flame Tree Barbecue, and they are doing shows every hour on the 45-minute mark, starting at 1045, and their last performance of the day is at 545. All right. That's fun. It's always nice to have uh, live performers back. It is, and that's not the only live performer that has returned to Animal Kingdom. Oh, good. The giant Kevin is back. That's right. Kevin, who you may know from Pixar's Up, uh, is returning to the anim- to Disney's Animal Kingdom on January 23rd. Uh, and Kevin can be found in the Discovery Island section roaming around Character Landing. Fantastic. All right. Going over to the resorts at the Polynesian. Um, they had some issues at Ohana. They're running out of something very popular over there. That's right. They are running out of their signature Ohana bread uh, and just handing out King's Hawaiian rolls, which just aren't the same. And it looks like they're packaged Hawaiian rolls. It does. I don't know that much about their signature Ohana bread, so I guess I don't know what I'm missing. Well, it's their signature bread served with honey butter. Hmm. No, so these, no, those are regular rolls. So I think the the Hawaii, the, um, the Ohana... Signature ones. Um, they've run out of its signature and has replaced it with. Oh no! Okay, you're right. I don't. I, I need a picture of what their regular rolls look like. Well, we'll get that for the next show. <laughs> but it's not the first time that Ohana has uh, run out of specific items. Uh, right. There was a while ago when they ran out of. Well, they didn't run out of. They just said they're not going to serve their noodles anymore. People flipped out. And there out. was a big uh, fan uprising. Yes, can't be having that. Ohana mm-hmm. is a favorite, and uh, you know people get used to those certain things that they have and look forward to them. That is true. All right, we're moving on to cruise line news. Um, the new. Island, not really an island. Um, what are we going to call it? Port. It's their new destination. For, um, it's called Lighthouse Point. It's for Disney Cruise Line. It's in the Bahamas. Um, they have changed the layout a little bit. That's right. As opposed to Castaway Key, which is in an island uh, dedicated to receiving Disney ships, um, Lighthouse Point is a section on the island of Eleuthera, uh, or one of the Eleuthera Islands. Um, and it's just at the very tip, and they're going to build a port there for the ship, and they're going to add some stuff, um, but they have decided to make some changes. Uh, the adventure camp that is on that was on the original, um, what do you call them? Plans? Uh, conceptual plans uh, back in 2019. Uh, it does not uh, exist on the new current plans. It is now listed as part of future expansion. There was supposed to be a North Beach and a South Beach. Uh, the South Beach is now listed on the list of future expansion. Uh, the Spa and Wellness section is listed for future expansion. 
uh, there, that was one of two spa and wellness areas. So, you know, all of this is up in the air. I, I don't think they've broken any ground on any of it yet. I think it's going to be a while just because, you know, things were moving along so nicely um, for Disney Cruise Line and, you know, new ships coming and it was just, you know, collecting money hand over fist and, right. you know, full ships all the time. But, you know, obviously the way things are with COVID right now, uh, that is not happening. They are losing money. There is really no sense in building, you know, more space for the less people that they have on. I mean, really even having the wish come out is, I'm sure they uh, wish right now that, that they had not invested that kind of money in another ship. Right. It's just not the time and for it. And two more on top of it. Yeah, it's so. not the time for it. All right. Speaking of ships uh, and speaking of the wish, uh, the radar mast, uh, a couple of radar mast sections for the wish have arrived at the Meyer Werft uh, shipyard in Germany. Uh, we're in the final... Four and a half, five months now before the ship gets delivered. Yeah. So we should start hearing more about delivery dates and transatlantic crossings and okay. fun times. So we're moving into entertainment news. Um, the first trailer and poster for Moon Knight um, is coming, well, is out, right? That's for right. And, and Moon Knight's going to be released on March 30th. That's right. The trailer has been posted on our Facebook page uh, for a day or so since Monday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, interesting trailer. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, starring Oscar Isaac, uh, who you may know as Poe Dameron from the most recent Star Wars trilogy, uh, as well as Ethan Hawke. Hmm. And uh, it's a little more, I want to say it's a little more dark. Oh, a little definitely more, more dark. And um, when you watch the trailer, it's very much about sort of the um, journey that he takes to become this superhero or whatever you want to call him Um, versus I feel like most of the time the character is already a superhero. You know, you catch maybe a tiny little bit about how they got to that point and then it's all about sort of their experience as a superhero. This, based on the the trailer, didn't seem that way. It seems like you just basically get how he got there and then... Right. Then well, the trailer was over. <laughs> one of one of the interesting components of this character is Mark Spector, who is the main character, uh, who becomes Moon Knight, actually suffers from disassociative identity disorder. So if you watch the trailer, at one point he's referred to as Stevie or Steven, and, and then somebody calls him on the phone as Mark. So he does have multiple personalities. Uh, that's something they changed in the comic books maybe 10 years ago. He used to be a mercenary, but now he's a mercenary with dissociative dis- Dissociative Identity Disorder. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, this definitely goes uh, closer to the horror genre, yeah. I think, than the you know bright color superheroes that we're, that we're used to. Absolutely. All right. Um, Disney has announced three new specials for Earth Day 2022. That's right. There are three new specials that are going to premiere for Earth Day April 22nd, uh, 2022 on Disney+. Plus. And these shows are Polar Bear, uh, which is the latest film from Disney Nature. Uh, And it's the story of a new mother whose memories of her own youth prepare her to navigate motherhood. Uh, But it's a polar bear mother. So that's (laughs) that's exciting. It's by the same team who brought us uh, Disney Nature's Penguins. Uh, The second show is Explorer, The Last Tepui, uh, which is a uh, story that follows climber Alex Honnold uh, and a climbing team as they attempt to... uh, climb up a thousand foot sheer cliff in order to get to a place called an island on in the sky. 
Uh, that's uh, that sounds exciting. <laughs> and then the biggest little farm the return is a follow up to National Geographic's 2018 documentary that is the story of John and Molly Chester who have left their urban Los Angeles life to live on a farm in Ventura County. Uh, they have started a 10-year journey of transforming the land in the farm to a place called Apricot Lane Farms. So this documentary is a, another documentary in a series that is following them do that. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Encanto um, just reached a notable record. That's right. Uh, for the first time since 2014, a Disney song from a, a soundtrack uh, has actually broken into the top five on the Billboard charts. And do you know what song it is? Uh, it's something from Encanto. That's right. It's... Uh, <laughs> what is it, Tony? It's... Uh, don't talk, We don't talk about Bruno. Okay. It is now at number four in the top 100. And that is the highest Disney uh, placing since 1993 um, when, uh, uh, let's see, A Whole New World from Aladdin... Uh, was in the number one spot. I thought Frozen was... Frozen hit number five with Let It Go. Okay. So, and Canto songs are performing even better than Frozen. So we had to look this up because we have not heard... Um, you don't talk about Bruno. Is well, we heard called? it during the movie. Well, yes, but we don't talk about Bruno. I have never heard on the radio. Okay. Have you? I don't listen to the radio enough to hear it. Do you listen to serious radio? Yes. Okay. Have you ever heard it? Not on the 80s okay. channel. It's, it hasn't been on any of the channels, so this seemed a little odd to me. Um, we looked it up, and it seems that the top Billboard chart now includes um, downloads. And streaming play. Yes, so um, so I think that, that plays a lot into it. So. As well as radio play. Yes, but it's not playing on the radio, so. <laughs> That's right. So other number fours uh, that have come from Disney movies are Can You Feel the Love Tonight?, uh, from The Lion King by Elton John, and Colors of the Wind uh, from Pocahontas by Vanessa Williams. Okay. So that is pretty good. Speaking of Disney+, Plus, there's some uh, big news from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, yeah? That's right. Season 3 is adding people to the cast. Are they keeping Olivia Rodrigo? They are. Okay, then they can do whatever but they want. they are adding Corbin Blue, who you may know from the original High School Musical franchise, He's going to be playing himself. Well, perfect. That's right. They're also going to be adding Jason Earls, who played Hannah Montana's older brother on Hannah Montana, and Meg Donnelly from the Zombies uh, series on the Disney Channel. Uh, they're also adding Adrian Lyles, uh, who I don't know, and Sailor Bell from Disney Channel's I Didn't Do It. Uh, series 3, I'm sorry, Season 3 is going to take place at Camp Shallow Lake, where the performers are putting on a performance of Frozen. Uh, so in addition to music from Frozen, season three of High School, the musical, the musical, the series will feature music from Camp Rock and, the, and High School Musical franchises as well. Cool. So that is exciting. And uh, speaking of entertainment, uh, if you are a Broadway fan. I am. Uh, you can purchase half price tickets to see Aladdin on I, Broadway. I did. As part of Broadway Week, which takes place from January 18th through February 13th. So it's Broadway week, but it's actually about three weeks. Um, in order to purchase it, you can go to their Facebook site uh, and look for their posts. They give you a code. Uh, you have to purchase two tickets because what they do is they actually give you uh, each ticket at half cost. So if you buy one ticket, it's full price. If you buy two tickets, you get them at uh, half, half cost. 
Yes. So Good. very exciting. Yeah. Hopefully so, they don't cancel on us this time. That's right. So we, we think we're going to see Aladdin. <laughs> Finally. All right. Um, we're going to move over to Universal, where the Hogwarts Express was closed unexpectedly for the third day in a row. This is at uh, Universal Orlando Resort. That's right. We've seen a lot of issues with Disney recently with uh, Rock and Roller Coaster not opening. Um, and uh, now it seems to have crept its way across uh, uh, or up I-4 over to Universal, where Hogwarts uh, Express was closed for three days in a row. Uh, it had not reopened, uh, and there's no information given other than that uh, the Hogwarts Express, Express is closed for maintenance today. Yeah. So that is uh, very disappointing uh, that you cannot uh, travel between parks. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Universal Orlando's Epic Universe theme park has uh, started construction. That's right. Uh, about 10 months. Uh, it's been about 10 months since they've resumed par- uh, construction on the park. And the first signs of development have uh, risen off the ground. So they've started to put buildings up. So it's no longer just holes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing a lot of groundwork, a lot of uh, preparation. Uh, but there is actually a crane and construction equipment on site now. Um, it's about 750 acres uh, that is between West Sand Lake Road and Universal Boulevard. It's about two miles from the other uh, Universal parks. Okay. Uh, so it is a way away. It's it's very much uh, separate from the other parks. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, not expected to be open until 2025. But uh, they are moving forward. A number of permits have been filed. I believe over 50 permits have been filed for things ranging from hotels to building to plumbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are well underway. We don't know anything that is coming to uh, the new Epic Universe Park. Uh, definitely with the exception of their new Nintendo Land. Cool. Uh, so they will have a land dedicated to uh, Nintendo, just like the Japanese Universal Park does. Very fun. So, yeah, are you, are you excited for that? I kind of am, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to see a new theme park there. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a long time since there's been a new theme park in, uh, in, in Orlando that I was interested in visiting. Gotcha. All right, any final words? No. All right, so have a great couple of days, everybody. We'll be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.